everybody, and welcome to episode 30 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay and Randy Cash over there. Hey! Hey! Can you What's believe up? we've been doing this for 30 consecutive weeks now? Consecutively. Cons- isn't that the right word? It is. Okay. In a row. <laughs> you scared me for a second. <laughs> yes, I know. It's kind of crazy. I'm like, we're, you know, we're kind of finding our groove. We're figuring yeah. it out. It seems as though a theme has emerged, right? So back when we started this whole thing, I was still sort of in the, the we'll call it the infancy of launching my coaching services. And... Yeah. It was not a bad thing by any stretch. I was figuring out like what I wanted to do, but it took me a while to really um, like hone in on like, what is that specialty? Like, you know, I do so many things and I have a lot of areas that I focus on. So what I did is they, uh, my coach actually had me make a list of 10 people that I have helped with some issue, like people that I enjoyed working with and to like write out, you know, like what were my, um, like highlights of what I helped them with and how much did I enjoy working with that issue. And what was crazy is as soon as I wrote it all down, it emerged almost immediately that like, well, really, yes, I'm a therapist. Yes, I'm a sex therapist. Yes, I'm a just general coach, whatever. But I'm really a relationship coach. And then what that led into was that more than that, I'm a communication coach. And what's interesting is that it all kind of falls under this same heading, though, because even if you look at like the concept of sex therapy and sexual, you know, expression and whatnot in a relationship, that's an extension of communication. Absolutely. For a relationship to be healthy, it needs to have healthy communication, like at the core of everything. That's the answer. Like if you can figure out how to get your communication on track, then the rest of it, I'm not saying it's going to be easy because it still takes work and effort and attention and all of that. But the rest of it will become a lot easier because now you're on like the same page. Yeah, you have information. You're not going to take a trip if you don't know where to go. Yes. Communications, much like directions in a way. (laughs) It is. And (laughs) that's true, like of all areas of communication. But what's interesting about that is that I have recently, I think as I've kind of developed the specialty or at least put out there this is my specialty i have had a number of people reach out and want to ask like hey like what do you think this means or you know can you answer this question about communication so i thought we would maybe devote today's episode at least part of it i don't know we'll see how many questions we get to um to answering some questions yay okay i like answering questions do you now what what why do i feel like i'm gonna give the therapeutic answer and then we're gonna get like the randy cash version (laughs) of the answer somebody asked me about i was talking about this podcast Uh and what i like about doing it yeah and i was like well it's a the kind of self-helpy thing Mm -hmm. and Lindsay's very helpful and informative (laughs) and i just share my how my life experience would mm-hmm. relate to what we're talking about and sure. just try to make it all about me <laughs> <laughs> that's how you explained it that's, how I explained that's hilarious it. when i go back and listen to them because you know i go back and i try to write up a summary of what we talk about so that if someone's clicking on it they're not just like oh what's this about you know they have some idea and it does crack me up because i can totally tell how like we'll be on like the informative train and then all of a sudden it takes like a veer off to some yeah. like funny level it's it's kind of fun uh-huh to for me kind of weird me out we've got this whole like testing of the uh recording and i'm over here wanting to scratch my nose and i'm yeah, like people it. are gonna think i'm like picking my nose on the on the radio and i was just thinking as i was taking a drink oh i don't have to strategically hide the label on my uh 
drink now because the camera's right in front of me, which I don't know how I feel about that. Right. It's kind of it's kind of different. Yeah. No, we're figuring it out, though. Eventually, eventually, we will have not just the audio for people to listen to, but I will be posting on my YouTube channel all of the episodes in video form. So video. not everyone wants to listen to the audio. They'd rather see us live and in person. So we get, there's a lot that goes into that, though. Yeah. We could do an entire podcast on what it's like to create a podcast. Maybe we'll come to that one day. I don't Maybe know. One day. The, today is not that day. No. Um, okay, so the first question is um, a follower of mine. I believe they're in like Florida or Texas, somewhere. They're not in St. Louis. So that's why I love the fact that the podcast also gives us a way to connect to people like no matter where they are, right? Right. So the question was, and I have to kind of phrase it a little differently because I don't want to give too much identifying info away. I want to try and maintain okay. that confidentiality. But essentially, um, this gentleman said, so if my significant other says something like, I don't care, whatever you want, do I take them at their word? Do I try to read into that? Do I assume that they really are okay with whatever I decide? Should I continue to ask, even if they keep telling me the same thing? Like, I don't care. What yeah. do you want to do? And so what I really felt like the first piece or the first step of decoding this whole thing is that we oftentimes overthink our communication. Like, we get into our head about it, and we start to do that assuming mm -hmm. that, like we've talked about in recent weeks on the four agreements and this idea of don't make assumptions. Because if we start making assumptions about what someone means or we start trying to, like, read between the lines of what we think they mean, not yeah. what they say, then we're maybe responding or reacting to something that's not even true. Yeah. Like, what if he starts thinking, oh, well, she doesn't really mean whatever I think, right. so I'm going to keep asking her, and I'm going to pester the crap out of her until she gives me a different answer, which could then actually irritate someone and make them shut down and not want to talk to you mm. at all. So it's this, like, balancing act of, you know, how much is too much poking and pushing, and how much do we just take people at their word? Yeah, I guess it would depend upon... The situation, if it's mm -hmm. like you're going out to dinner and you're like, yeah, I don't care, man, wherever you want to sure. go. Sure, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, maybe just take them at their word. Right. Something a little deeper. That's mm -hmm. where it comes back to your communication coach skills come it into really play. It really does. And so my thing that I said back, and, and I'll share this with our audience, our listening audience, is that if you really truly get a gut feeling or you're kind of, you find yourself reacting to something and you're like, I'm not really sure that they really mean that they don't care. It is always okay and acceptable to just ask a clarifying question. Like, I'm getting the feeling that, or I think that, or I feel that. Something, put it on yourself, like, mm. I feel that maybe there's more to it, or that, you know, am I reading too much into this? But, like, you kind of call yourself on it, rather than trying to tiptoe right. around and navigate by, like, the walking on eggshells, because that doesn't work. And what that does is that creates this, like, sort of underlying level of tension where, you know, neither person is able to kind of just take a deep breath and exhale because you've got one person that's saying one thing and maybe meaning another. And then you've got the other person trying to interpret what it is that they mean. Yeah. And that's a lot of that's a lot of work. It's a lot of guesswork. Uh, yes. And what do we know about making assumptions? Right. You heard mm -hmm. that. Like, what, what does oh, assuming yeah. do? And it is. It's a lot of guesswork. And the likelihood that you're going to guess incorrectly is not a fault of yours. It's just simply that you 
can't read someone else's mind. Mm-hmm. So when we go back to that concept of the four agreements, the very first one is be impeccable with your word. So this is where I don't think it falls on just one person to have healthy communication. You have to have a balanced kind of partnership where both people buy into this idea, which is why if I have a couple that shows up for services, coaching, therapy, whatever, and only one person is like bought into the process, mm. well, we have to take a step back yeah. and have a whole conversation about I can only work with like two people that really want to be involved in this yeah. process. If you've got one dragging the other one to the whole process, it's probably not going to work all that well. So the first step is that, yes, you want to make sure that both of you are actually saying what you mean, meaning what you say, and that you're using your words in the direction of you know truth and accuracy. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't want to play that game of I'm fine. Yeah. And in a situation Whatever. like that, maybe like with the dinner yeah. you want thing, maybe uh, yeah, we can go wherever you want. And you maybe throw a suggestion. Of, hey, man, how about barbecue? What do you think about that? Yeah, maybe yeah. kind of mm-hmm. I don't want to say passive aggressively poke at him, but you're asking for more information. You know, you you're are, sharing you're, you're and offering probing for more info. Yes. While mm-hmm. offering another suggestion. So. Yeah. That's and what I do. That's how I handle it. I like that. I like that. And then like if let's we'll just use it as the example of I don't care where do you want to go because I think that's one that most people can mm. relate to, right? Um I think it is helpful sometimes to go, "Okay, well I'm kind of in the mood for this or this." Don't give seven examples or seven choices. Mm. Pick two things that maybe sound good to you. Then you start to compare notes. But if somebody really does have a burning desire, like let's say you wake up and you were like, "I want tacos. Tacos is what I want." I want tacos. That is what I want. Um, Then you should probably be, you know, expressing that. Now, again, not everything is worth, you know, having a big fight, knockdown, drag out discussion about. And if you really honestly don't care, maybe you're okay with tacos. Maybe you're okay with burgers. Maybe you're okay with whatever they pick. That's Mm -hmm. fine. But you need to make sure you're communicating it. And sometimes those simple sort of like um, communication things that we fall into the trap of, like the I'm fine, Mm -hmm. whatever, K. Those kinds of things can be like communication traps that don't allow people to really feel heard or listened to or to feel like they, you know, are really communicating the depth of how they feel. I with on this dinner thing that like Uh more than one time in my life, I've (laughs) always had been open like, yeah, we can do whatever, wherever you want to go. And I've had like, you know, girlfriends or whatever be like. You need to pick some because I always pick and you don't care. <laughs> no, man, really, I, I really don't care where we go. But, yeah, then I felt like it fell into that trap. It was like, damn, I really don't care, but I th- I better think of something. Right, Otherwise, contribute something, something to this, right? Yeah. yeah. But it is. It's, it's that whole thing of when we when we don't take the time to really process and think, am I responding to this in an authentic way? Then oftentimes the person we're talking to about whatever it is, is going to pick up on the fact that maybe we are kind of in the superficial realm and we haven't gone to the Mm -hmm. deeper level. And you might be listening and going, it's just dinner. It's not that big of a deal. And you're right. It's not in theory that big of a deal, but you would probably, well, maybe not. You might be amazed at the number of people that have this repeating argument and it's a reason that they ultimately mm-hmm. reach out for services because they just cannot get on the same page about simple things because it's those little things that add up to big issues. Mm-hmm. So we have to be impeccable with our word no matter what. And then we also have to, if we, you know, ask them like, okay, well, I'm just clarifying. You really don't care. And you're, whatever I pick, you're good with. If your answer to that back is, 
yeah, whatever you want, I'm good with. Then we do have to kind of take them at their word. We're, we can't sit there and try to decode and poke and poke and mm-hmm. poke and poke because that's really it's like it's putting a lot of work on one person to try and decode the other. And I would argue that that's not a healthy, balanced communication pattern at that point. Mm-mm. And also, if you're mad about something else and you don't express it when it comes around to that where are we going to dinner thing mm-hmm. that anger's still there and it's just another little poke 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 at you to make it worse without communicating dude mm-hmm. those those arguments like you say they carry over and they just Ew. keep going down and with every single one of those little instances that pop yep. up you know, it's interesting that you say that because um, this leads to the next question. Somebody said, so I feel like there are a number of ways that my, my, <laughs> oh God, what? Sorry, did we <laughs> He's decide? raising his hand. Okay, so since we're supposed to tell these people what to do, did yeah. we figure out what we should tell this person to do and pray to God is the right answer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I did. I ultimately suggested that if he really truly had um, a feeling or an underlying worry that he was not getting the full story, that it was okay to probe and to ask an additional clarifying question and then to even insert the information of okay i really am working to take you at face value at your word but will you please let me know if something changes because see then you're, you're giving them a way to come back to you and to redirect it if they really truly feel like they mm-hmm. need to you know redirect it done yeah and he was he was like okay i appreciate that i just you know was kind of overthinking it and i was mm-hmm. worried you know And I think that's where that assuming gets in our way, because what happens is we start to create a narrative that we're reacting to as though it's true, even if it's not. Mm -hmm. So that's why we want to kind of drill down and make sure that what we're saying is what we're meaning and what we're what we're getting from the other person is what they're meaning so that there's no miscommunication along the way. <laughs> okay, we can go on now. Okay. So this next person um had reached out and said, I feel like I've got this just this huge amount of resentment towards my significant other. Um I just don't feel like we respond or react to the situations that, you know, the world throws our way the same way. And what was happening, it sounded like after doing some back and forth, is that she was wanting him to react to the world the way she does. And mm-hmm. when he wouldn't do that, she was judging it as like wrong or somehow not good enough, even though that was her standard, not his. And so it was kind of this like expectation that, well, I'm going to expect you to react to things like I do. But at, at like a base level, they have differences in how they communicate and how they show up in the world. And so this is where I go back to that. We have to have empathy. We have to be able to look at things through the other one's point of view and actually mm-hmm. imagine like, I wonder what they're thinking. I wonder what they're feeling. I wonder what's making them react that way rather than assuming that because they're reacting that way, it's bad, it's wrong, and it's not okay. Yeah. And that takes practice. There is nothing about that process that is easy. It takes practice and practice and more practice mm-hmm. and practice because we will always, without meaning to be selfish, we will react to things in a selfish mindset because it's it's our view. It's right. the lens that we view the world through. And so anytime that we're holding someone else to our standard, we're already kind of off kilter. We yeah. have to kind of reset at that moment. And so what we what I kind of shared was that, you know, they need to have a communication reset where they're able to go back to like, you know, let's have a balanced conversation. Let's actually sit down, schedule a time that we can, um, you know, talk about some things and try to get on the same page. Mm-hmm. I have a joke that I use in my my office is that, you know, you've heard the idea, we're not on the same page. Well, mm-hmm. sometimes 
People are not in the same library, much less in the same book or on the same page. So we have to figure out at what point in the whole situation are we starting? Are we at least in the same book? Are we in the same, you know, general chapter of the book? Like, Mm -hmm. how close are we to the same page? And sometimes it's not that hard to get on the same page. But if we can start to learn how to have some empathy and see where the other person is coming from, we have a much better likelihood of kind of straightening out the communication issues. Yeah. My mom from a very young age was telling me, you know, you can't expect everyone to be, you know, hold them to what your level of expectations are because that's just unrealistic. And it is your, as far as your reactions go, like I can say for me, mine have changed as Mm -hmm. I've gotten older. I'm a lot more calm. I, more now be accused of underreacting than overreacting <laughs> because things I may be concerned about them, but I don't, you know, lose my temper and flip out anymore. Like I even cuss and storm. And when things yeah. go wrong, like I used to, now I'm a lot more calm about it, which I would say that that's probably a, a healthier way for you to be mm. overall, because if you're always reacting to things, then you're sort of always in this emotional on the hook mode where everything mm-hmm. has the ability to, you know, get you riled up and everything has the ability to kind of, you ever heard the saying, like, get your goat? It's like yeah. everything has the ability to really create this mm-hmm. this intense reaction. And if you give yourself permission to, like, let things pass through you to really evaluate, is this really even something that I need to, like, fight with about whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, is this even an issue I want to make an issue or is this one that I can kind of say, you know, it's not it's not worth creating a problem Agreed. to be right. For me personally, mm-hmm. I think most of the time it's not worth the time and the energy. So yeah. I, and it's it, it's something that I've really worked at for a while. And then it just became natural for mm-hmm. me. I don't want to say underreact, but just be calm about things. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it, it Most of the time it's not worth it. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times and sometimes it's worth saying, like, is this really that's that relationship Mm -hmm. checklist that I'm always talking about. Does this need to be said? Does this need to be said now? Does this need to be said by me? And the number of people that will reach out to me and say, I find myself repeating that as I'm like going into the office or, you know, have to interact with somebody that drives me crazy or, you know, I got to go see my mom this weekend and I really want to give her a piece mm-hmm. of my mind, but, you know, I, I, I go through that checklist and it keeps me from, you know, tipping over, you know, yep. or tipping over into that. So I really do <sighs> like the fact that I can provide tools for people to sort of help them figure out their communication. And, you know, it, it's not that it's a hard process, but it does take time and effort yep. and some attention to like, am I am I really saying what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. with that checklist, I'll tell you, man, most of us in our mind we're saying yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But in reality, no, man. The answer is no, no, and absolutely <laughs> not. Right. No, I get it. And and I think that's why it takes practice is yeah. because we still have that part of us that wants to, you know, defend ourselves or, mm-hmm. you know, be in reaction mode. And sometimes that's just not the healthy way to be, you know. So I love the fact, though, that I have people that are asking me questions about communication just for the simple fact that I think we, it's something we all struggle with on some level yeah. every day. We cannot live in this world and never have to deal with the communication process in some mm-hmm. in some way. And so that's the reason I, you know, I will continue to like open up some of these episodes to talk about the right. Q&A aspect. But yeah, yeah I, I'm actually pretty happy, though. You know, my 
relationship communication guide that I've been uh. talking about. So it has now been downloaded almost a thousand times. Nice. I know, right? I'm kind of excited about that because I feel like, you know, if I can get these tools to, you know, just this everyone out there, like maybe mm-hmm. I can help a lot of people just be nice. able to like straighten the communication out just a bit. A little word of mouth. That's the hope. That yes. is the hope. So Any questions what? you have about communication? Uh, I try not to do it myself. But <laughs> <laughs> just no communicating? Just uh, stay no, away man. from it? Uh, just just do it, man. It's going to sting sometimes, but just do it. Yeah. Courageous conversation. Courageous conversation. Sometimes it stings a little bit, but you got to do it. It's healthy, though. I would agree 100%. Mm-hmm. Do we have more? Are we done? No, that's all the questions we got. Yep. We had some others come in, but I don't think we have time to go into them today. So we'll have to save them for another Q&A day. Okay. Those were the two big ones that came in that I thought were relatable to, you know, like the large public out there, right? So Mm -hmm. to speak. Not the large public. The public at large. How do you say that? The public at large. Not the large public. (laughs) (laughs) You got any comedies coming up lately? Uh, Lately. Lately. In the near future? Yeah, lately I did. I was just at Backdoor Comedy Club and events in O'Fallon. That was Mm -hmm. a lot of fun. And uh, nothing coming up anytime relatively soon. Okay, you have to keep us updated. I absolutely will. Thank I wasn't you very able much. to make it to the Backdoor Comedy Club this time. Oh, it's all good. It we'll was have a to lot we'll have to catch you another time. Absolutely. How can people follow along with you though if they want to hear about things you got going on? CaseNet. CaseNet. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is like oh, Randy Cash at R Cash Comedy on Instagram. On the Instagrams. Okay. Um, if you're curious about any of the things I'm talking about in terms of the relationship communication guide, past episodes of the podcast, how to find my weekly blog, all of that good stuff, you can go to lindsaywalden.com and you can find all of that and much more on the website, as well as all of the ways you can work with me, be it in my mini workshop, my large workshop, one-on-one services, all of that stuff is there. You can find me on Facebook at Lindsay Walden Consulting or at Lindsay Walden Therapy. You can find me on Instagram at This Is Lindsay Walden and then on Pinterest, which recently my monthly audience on there has has surpassed one million. Yay! So that's kind of exciting. But you can find me on there at Therapy Thoughts and kind of goes in line with the podcast. And I have all sorts of tips and tricks and relationship ideas and just ways to live your best life. So that's awesome. Hope you'll check all those things out. Thank you. And until we are back next week, I do hope you are living your best life. We will talk with you soon.